Welcome to The Creative Classroom, an EdTech podcast series where I chat with industry experts about tools, platforms, technologies, and software that could potentially help you transform learning. My goal is to provide you with an honest opinion on the tools we talk about from money, accessibility, and so much more. My name is Brian Ouellette, and welcome to The Creative Classroom. On today's episode, I talk with Catherine Connors from Binogi.ca, an online learning platform that supports language learners, but it's suitable for all learners. Binogi houses these animated videos which are created in-house based on subject areas and allows the, the user to listen to it in one language and have it subtitled in another language. Catherine talks about how the research supports this method of learning a new language, but also learning content in a different language. Binogi is, it prides itself on creating content that is personal to the area that they're supporting, so they've actually set up shop in Halifax, Nova Scotia to create their Canadian content. They're working on creating new animated videos to meet the curriculum of each province and build new subject areas into their platform based on what the Canadian content has. Which is nice to know because sometimes these platforms are so generic that they don't actually meet our curriculum. So we have to navigate our way around the platform to make sure the students are getting the necessary information. Binogi is priding itself on making their platform personalized and they're actually asking for their users to give them feedback, whether it's on usability or on the content itself to truly help them build the best product. So stick around to listen to my conversation with Catherine Connors from Binogi.ca. You never know, you might just hear something useful. All right, welcome back to the Creative Classroom. We are joined today by Catherine Connors from Binogi.ca. Catherine, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you very much. It's an honor to be here. So Catherine, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, about your role uh, with Binogi, and then a little bit about the, the company and the service as well. Absolutely. So uh, I guess first and foremost, I'll share that I am an educator. I've been a teacher for 32 years, 33, I suppose, this year, except I'm not counting this year as much because I actually retired in June of 2019. <laughs> I had uh, spent 32 years working uh, in Toronto for Toronto Catholic District School Board. I was a classroom teacher for 22 years, taught teaching mostly English and ESL courses. ESL are the credit-bearing language courses for newcomers to the country. Uh, the last 10 years of my teaching career, I held a curriculum leadership portfolio, which uh, supported literacy initiatives with school administrators and classroom teachers, uh, mostly in intermediate to secondary uh, schools. And the last four years of my uh, career and my portfolio was focused on supporting newcomers. So providing supports for schools, teachers, principals, uh, for students who are learning English as a second, third or fourth language in all content areas. And that really took me from kindergarten right through to grade 12. So it was through that work that I met uh, Linus Gunnarsson, who is the CEO and founder of Binogi. Linus had come to Toronto and he was uh, reaching out to school boards in the area trying to see who was interested in using his tool and piloting it with some students. I was very interested from the outset and uh, I could see the potential in a resource like Binogi supporting student learning. So we actually piloted uh, Binogi in one of our schools last year and um, so a lot of great learning that came from that. So 
in my retirement, when I moved back to Nova Scotia, because this is home for me, uh, I actually started working for Bonogi in Canada. Uh, Bonogi opened an office in Halifax in September. I actually began working for Bonogi officially in uh, November of 2019. So it's really just been a few months so far, and it's kind of on a part-time basis at the moment. My role ultimately will be to support schools and teachers and students in implementing Bonogi in their classrooms. Uh, but because we are new starting in, in Canada, um, my job really encompasses a lot of different aspects. I've been working with meetings in terms of recruiting uh, boards and trying to find out who's interested, whether it's at the provincial level or at the school board level. Uh, we've done that in all four Atlantic provinces. I've also been working with uh, working with the content team and aligning curriculum to make sure that what we are offering actually supports the curriculum that is in place uh, in each of the different areas. Bonogi is a Swedish ed tech company. It was founded in 2011 and um, really at the beginning of the Syrian refugee crisis, Teachers in Sweden found an influx of students in their classrooms who did not speak the language of the school. They didn't speak Swedish, they didn't speak English, and they needed a tool, a resource, in order to make curriculum accessible for students and so that students could continue to learn. Binoki developed a unique online tool that allows students to learn in their language of choice, and they started first developing uh, with Arabic as the language other than Swedish and English. And I guess what's really important to mention is that the translations are not done by an online platform or an online translator. They're actually done by a real person who translates to ensure that the uh, language is not uh, misused and that content area, specific subject, specific vocab is captured accurately and correctly. Currently in Sweden, um, there are over 1,000 animated lessons available in all of what they offer as 11 theoretical subjects. There are over 200,000 users in Sweden, which is about 33% of students who are in grades four to nine. And every day, of course, with COVID-19 taking place right now and all the distance learning that's going on, that number is increasing all the time. Uh, Bonogi also exists in other countries. In 2014, Bonogi was adapted in Tanzania, in 2016 in Germany, in 2019 in Finland, and in 2020 in Kenya. And certainly we're hoping to provide Canadian students and teachers with the opportunity to access this uh, innovative learning tool. So we're adding localized Canadian content to our Canadian platform, Benogi.ca, on an ongoing basis. Well, that's amazing. So Benogi, by no means, is a new company. They they have set their their precedence, if you will, in Sweden and other countries. Uh, you just mentioned some numbers there that shows a lot of users. Uh, so the platform has shown uh, its existence prior to coming to Canada. So what is it that that provides the students, if you will, or teachers? Why is Benogi something that helps them learn um, more than others? Absolutely. It's a great question. Uh, so Benogi, when I'm going to talk about it first, I'll talk about it from the lens of the newcomer to the country, someone who is put into the content area classrooms in, let's say, grade seven, eight or nine, and they're still trying to learn their history or their geography, or maybe they're learning their math or their science. 
currently we have content available in math and science and there will be content available in social studies as well uh, coming up as soon as we go through all of that content and ensure that it's aligning with our Canadian curriculum and our learning outcomes. But if we look at math and science as an example, a student is then trying to learn content and new concepts. And we've got now a series of videos with uh, animated videos that are providing students with access to the content that they need. Looking at it visually, they're getting audio input through the audio portion of the uh, video animation, as well as the written input through use of subtitles. Students can learn in their language of choice. Uh, if a student is Arabic speaking, he or she can watch a video in Arabic and watch and listen to the subtitles, see the subtitles either in Arabic or in English. Um, so it's a great tool in order to provide for students an opportunity to access content and removing the language barrier that exists for so many of our newcomer students. And that's an interesting point that you just raised. So essentially the service that Benogi provides is online learning through video information, if you will. It's not just uh, um, online worksheets or quizzes. It's these videos created in-house, I do believe, right? Absolutely. So definitely not worksheets. I'm not at all a proponent of worksheets, um, but they, they are video lessons uh, which explore concepts or topics with students uh, in a creative and an innovative way. Uh, so all the videos are very short and none of them are more than three or four minutes, maybe five at, at the outmost or the, you know, the longest video is probably less than five minutes actually. Uh, so there are short clips and they explore a very specific topic or concept for students. The language is currently available uh, on our Canadian platform or English, Arabic, Dari, Somali and Tigrinya. And we are developing that all the time. Uh, very soon we will have French available. In fact, we're starting a French pilot uh, coming up uh, in September 2020. We just found out the other day that we have approval for that. So we're very excited about that. Uh, and we will also have, uh, I believe, Spanish available quite soon too. Wow, that's that's amazing. And and what a resource for, for students uh, looking to learn more about a topic, if you will. So if a teacher is going to integrate Benogi into their classroom, how would they go about that? Is that, you know, single user sign-on so that the students have their own sign-on information? Or is this something that is teacher generated so they can have a class uh, logging in at once? What does that look like? Well, we currently are using single user sign-on, um, but we are certainly flexible in how we can make that happen for schools. Uh, but teachers would be able to use Bonogi in any variety of ways. So all of the students would be able to access the platform, which means that they could use it in school or they can use it at home as well, which is fantastic. Uh, teachers can access uh, the platform both certainly at home and in school. They might choose to use it as a whole class activity to start a conversation or to introduce a lesson with students in our traditional classroom, but currently with uh, COVID-19 and now all the distance learning that's taking place, uh, teachers can provide information to students uh, online so that they can access the content uh, and then students can work virtually from home uh, in order to keep up with their, their studies. That's, that's fantastic. So a teacher can essentially almost assign um, a section or a unit to students um, from their dashboard, if you will, and the students can then basically go through the work. Absolutely. So connected to each of the videos, uh, there are three quizzes and the quizzes are leveled. 
the first quiz clearly is the easiest. And if a student successfully completes that quiz, then he or she can attempt quiz two and quiz three. Uh, teachers can then check using the diagnostics that are available to teachers through Binogi, the success of their students in terms of the content. What's interesting about the quizzes is that uh, Binogi is informed by um, the gaming industry. And so there are little hearts there in terms of the lives that students have in terms of uh, answering questions correctly. And so if a student answers questions incorrectly, then they lose one of their hearts or one of their lives. Uh, if they've lost both of their lives in answering a quiz, then they are bumped back to the video because obviously there's content that has not been understood. And so a student is uh, to watch the video again before they can attempt the quiz. So you can't go on to quizzes two or three until you successfully complete quiz one. And teachers then can monitor that, which is fantastic. And that's great. And as a teacher, you can basically see, uh, you know, the progression of a student if they had to go back. Um, and basically, so can you skip the video and go straight to the quizzes in a sense? No, you can't actually. Um, you would need to, well, I guess the first quiz you probably could, yes. But the second quiz you could not. It would be locked until you had successfully completed uh, the, the first quiz. And chances are you're not going to successfully complete the quiz unless you've watched the video. Assuming, of course, that a student maybe it is a new concept for a student. If a student had a lot of prior knowledge, then they might actually get through that first quiz without having watched the video. But they might not get through the second or third, so they would definitely get bumped to the quiz, uh, to the video before completing the quiz. That's actually a, a great feature to have, you know, and being able to go back and review that video. Uh, so let's, I just want to go back to, you mentioned earlier that prior to retiring, you were in the uh, Toronto area in there, in that school board. And you worked with Binogi at that time, implementing, I believe, in those schools. So was the content at that time aligned with your curriculum or was it or is it so close uh, currently as is that it was able to fit? It's a very good question. So I was working with Toronto Catholic District School Board and we used Binogi in one of our uh, elementary schools. It was a grade six class that we wanted to work with. Uh, we had done a little bit of work aligning curriculum on Binogi platform to the Ontario curriculum expectations and found a significant uh, overlap and alignment with the curriculum expectations uh, in mathematics. And that was the area that we had started looking at. Uh, so with the grade six students, we used three classes of grade six students. So we had probably 60 to 70 students involved in the pilot. And it was actually all students in the classroom, not just the English language learners. So even though I've emphasized how useful this tool is for students who are learning the dominant language of the school system, uh, it's actually good for all students. So we, we have an education and expression what is necessary for some, but is good for all. And that would definitely be the case for a platform like Binogi, because it is accessible for all students. Um, so in that pilot project, uh, we explored the grade six video lessons that would align with what the teachers were covering in, in that uh, block of time. So the pilot only lasted for probably two months, and uh, it was definitely an interesting learning experience and learning journey and valuable for the students and the school and for myself, but also very valuable for Binogi. Uh, because Binogi really prides itself on uh, using that feedback that we receive from users and students and teachers to improve the product and to improve the platform. 
we're really working toward developing a top-notch product for all of our students and all of our teachers. And really, you're and you're really trying to align that content, but also the videos that you're creating uh, in Canadian content to meet uh, the Canadians, if you will. You're not just simply using videos, the same video from all of the different countries for each platform. You're really trying to design a whole new animation uh, so that the the viewer and the student can can really connect with it. Absolutely. So we are currently in the process of going through our content with Nova Scotia curriculum and uh, doing the same then. We'll be doing the same with all the other Atlantic provinces. Uh, we're also looking to see if there are gaps in what currently exists and what needs to be developed. So in September, Bonogi opened a production studio in Halifax. And that really is part of the reason why that production studio is there, because we really want to ensure that what we're offering uh, is in line with the curriculum uh, learning outcomes that exist in Canadian provinces and that we can now change and adapt. And we've done that already with some of our animations. We've done that with some of the backgrounds and some of the characters that are used so that we're depicting uh, what really exists within different parts of the country. Uh, and so what exists in Sweden and in Kenya and in Tanzania might not be exactly the same as what exists in, in Canada. So our Canadian platform is not virtually identical to our platform uh, in Europe. Uh, some of the lessons are adapted and changed depending on um, what is necessary. So I mentioned previously, you know, the example of having content in history or geography, and that, that's a great example uh, because the history content presented on the platform in Europe is very Eurocentric in terms of its perspective. And so the way we teach something in history in Canadian schools might be a little bit different than the way that it's taught uh, in the European context. So all of that has to be adapted so that it's aligned correctly to the way we are instructing in Canada and the learning outcomes that exist in Canada. It's a great vehicle for actually teaching critical literacy, to be quite honest with you. And you mentioned uh, students can access this platform from home. And currently, you know, in the in the uh, pandemic that we are with COVID-19. So can students at home log in by themselves? If they go to binogi.ca, can they sign in as a user uh, and start using the platform at home? They actually can. Absolutely. So um, in response to the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, Binogi is doing everything that it can to support learning and to support, to support schools to make sure that there aren't gaps for teachers and students in their learning and try to keep the learning going for everyone. Uh, so Binogi currently is free for teachers and for students and for families to use, and it will be free until the end of the school year, so for the spring 2020 term. Uh, so a student or a teacher or a parent can go to binoki.ca, click on the sign up button, and you can sign up and get your own free account. You will have full access to all the content, all the video content, and to the quizzes uh, that are, exist for each of the uh, concepts that are presented. It's math and science content that's currently available on the Canadian platform. You know, that's great support from Binogi uh, to do that for teachers and students. And, and what a great opportunity uh, for teachers as well to go in and sign up and see what the program and the platform has to offer um, and, and maybe have the opportunity to then implement it in September. 
Absolutely. Like we really want to work in partnership with school boards and with districts and with provinces uh, in order to develop a platform for the Canadian system that is most effective and useful. Uh, Binoki's meant to complement what already exists in the Canadian school system, in all school systems. It's never meant to come in and to replace anything that exists, rather to support existing programs. Uh, it's a great online resource. And what's really nice about Binoki is that it's a living resource. So it's updated all the time, unlike a textbook that needs to be reprinted and reordered. And uh, it can take a long time for that to happen. Binoki can be updated on an ongoing basis, and we can add new content to it regularly as we move forward. And we do that really in partnership with uh, the local educators so that we can gather feedback on what currently exists, find out what we need, and and move forward from there. That's great. And, and you know, you mentioned earlier, uh, kind of cycling back, about the human translators that you use for your videos. But at the same time, we kind of alluded to the fact, but I want to dig a little bit deeper into... Uh, when students are watching videos, you mentioned that I could watch the video in one language and then subtitle it in a different language. Uh, so does that, 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 is that a proven support to language learners? It definitely is. Um, so I, I mentioned that I had a chance to meet Linus when I was in Toronto working with Toronto Catholic. And one of the first visits that I think Linus ever had to Toronto, he met with Dr. Jim Cummins out of Boise. And uh, Jim Cummins and all of his associates have done so much research on language and second language, third language learners. And all of their research has supported exactly what Bonogi is providing. And what's interesting is that Bonogi existed without even realizing Jim Cummins' research. And when the two aligned perfectly, uh, it has been a, a collaboration really made in heaven. Uh, Jim has been an excellent advocate for Binogi, and um, we engage all the time with researchers in each of the countries where we operate, uh, because really we want to ensure that we are providing uh, a product that is informed by research and a product that is top quality for all of our educators. So Jim and his associates have done a, a quite a bit of research which supports the notion that new language learners require uh, access to their home language as well as to the language of the school. And if we can encourage students to continue using their home language, they will actually have greater success academically in terms of acquiring a new language and acquiring new content. And there is an old expression uh, among ESL teachers or EAL teachers uh, that students will learn new content in a familiar language and they will learn a new language with familiar content. So if we can make learning accessible for students with using both their first language as well as the language of the school with visuals that are engaging through the animation of the videos rather than a, a static picture in a textbook with oral input as well as with written input through the subtitles uh, then we are providing for students the scaffolds that they need in order to move forward with their learning. That's amazing. And to see that this program is based on research as well, or has the support of research, is so beneficial to educators. You know, there are a lot of things out there that we can find on the internet. Uh, but to know that, you know, Binogi has this support or, or is based on a research that supports the language learner aspect of it is fantastic. 
Absolutely. I mean, the premise of Bonoki is to make education and learning accessible for all students from day one. And it does that quite effectively by accommodating and providing scaffolds for students that are necessary uh, in order for them to succeed. And the scaffolds that are in place are proven through research. Um, the visual cues, the language input that is both oral and written, and um, you know the ability to change languages, even on the platform, uh, a student can even change the speed of the audio text. So a student can slow it down if they're learning a language or a new concept and they want it to go a little slower so they can really pay attention and focus or they can speed it up depending on their level of fluency. So there are a number of features within Bonogi that provide students with the opportunity to um, really tap into what it is that they need and then for teachers to provide the necessary accommodations and to target particular areas for students. I think those features are fantastic for students and also for teachers, right, in supporting uh, their classroom, knowing that, you know, there's such a diverse population of students in our classes that this platform can help support teachers and their efforts um, in transforming their classroom uh, to meet the needs of all learners, which is a kind of a segue, a great segue now to what I like to call my specialist top five. Catherine, what are your top five ways uh, or reasons that Benogi can help teachers transform learning in their classroom? That's a great question. There are so many things that we could add here. Um, I guess the first thing I would say is that it's uh, very easy to use. Benogi can be used anywhere on just about any device. It can be used in school, at home. It can be used as whole class. It can be used independently. You can use it as a flipped classroom tool. You can use it to activate prior knowledge at the beginning of a class. You can use it as an assessment for learning uh, opportunity to inform your teaching points the next day. So all of that in terms of it's easy to use and how it can be used, that would be probably the first thing I would say. Um, I might also say that it's effective, it's efficient, it's fun for students, it's different from the traditional classroom. Uh, and so it's a great complement to what teachers are already doing. Uh, probably another thing I would add is it's very inclusive. Uh, because students who often feel marginalized based on their learning challenges, maybe it's a language learning challenge, they feel now included in that classroom environment because they too can access the content that is necessary or required for success in a particular course. And they can do so while sitting alongside their other classmates. They don't feel like they have to go somewhere else in order to, to learn. So they are very included, uh, which is really important for students even for students maybe who aren't even challenged with learning uh, language challenges, but they have gaps in their learning for a variety of reasons. Maybe they've been absent from school. Uh, you can actually target particular videos for students on an individualized basis so it fills in the gaps that they need in order to uh, move forward in their learning so that no one is falling behind or falling through the cracks. So there, there are a number of things. Um, I think another point I would engage, uh, bring up is that it's engaging for parents as well. And so oftentimes it's difficult to bring parents into that conversation with schools, especially if families are new to the country. There's a lack of confidence, a lack of fluency in the dominant language of the school. And so parents may be reluctant. And then we hear teachers saying, well, parents can't help the children with their homework at you know, when they're at home doing their schoolwork. But with a tool like Bonogi, 
parents are very engaged because it's in a language that is familiar to the parent and they can then become very involved in supporting their students' learning. Uh, we had a parents' night with our pilot in, in Ontario with Toronto Catholic, and it was a really powerful learning experience to see the children taking on a leadership role and showing their parents how this tool worked. And mom and dad were so pleased and grandparents and siblings to see how much uh, their children had learned in such a short time and uh, what a powerful opportunity it was to bring the parents into that conversation with us. Um, and I guess the final thing I'll wrap up with in my top five, it allows newcomers to continue to develop literacy skills in their first language while learning new content, as well as English in their new learning environment. So it, it really supports all of the research and how we can best support a scaffold learning for students. I think that's fantastic. And everything that you just said really highlights what we're trying to achieve in our schools in the sense that you want to meet the needs of all learners, but you also want to to see or, or meet them where they are as well and not trying to divert them into the traditional way of teaching. So I, I, everything you've just said really uh, kind of proves that Benogi puts the student first, but also allows the teacher to have this flexibility in monitoring their students and providing them with, with this variety of learning opportunities. Absolutely. And we hear schools talking all the time now about equity and universal design for learning. And uh, Binoki is a tool that supports any initiative regarding equity in terms of equal access to learning opportunities for students. And with universal design for learning, the opportunity to really provide what is needed for students when they need it and where they need it and how they need it. And we can really individualize with Benogi. You mentioned that, uh, that it's currently free access for students and teachers. But let's say a teacher moves into September and they want to implement this into their classroom or, or an administrator wants it in their school. Is there a cost or what is the cost associated to it? Or does that go based on an individual basis? Yeah, so it's a difficult question to answer, but I'll give you some information that will help our listeners to understand. So as we mentioned, currently the, the product is free for parents and students and teachers to access. And at the end of the school term, uh, anyone who has signed up for that free account will still have a free account, but it will have limited access to content rather than full access, which is what people will have right now. Um, but really what we like to do is to target school boards rather than individual users when we're trying to bring people on board to use our tool. And we don't even like to talk so much about selling a product or a license. Rather, we want to invite people to join us in a project and a long-term partnership. Uh, because really what we're doing is trying to engage people in the development of a product and the development of a service so that we can make sure that we are providing what is needed and what is required. And we're taking our partners' needs and their input into account in the development of the tool. So that might be important when we're talking about, you know, what languages should be developed next. Uh, and so if we are in partnership with the school board and working together, then, of course, we would uh, find out what languages are required within that area in terms of development for moving forward. Um, so really, we talk about a license for a school board, and that's really based on the size of the board and the number of students. So you've really taken, you know, personalized learning and you've basically personalized your platform as well and said, you know, we're going to take it case by case and not just give this overall umbrella of cost and, and how to deploy it. And you really want to work with, you know, the school board and the teachers in developing the best product possible uh, for the area. 
Absolutely. So we're still trying to finalize what our costs will be in the Canadian market. Um, but we are definitely wanting to have those conversations with school boards to find out uh, what it is that school boards uh, are interested in and are they wanting to join us in that, that partnership? Because that really is key to us, uh, is engaging people in that partnership. Uh, our costs probably won't be that dissimilar to costs that exist uh, currently in Europe. Um, I mean, we they do sell and they can sell individual licenses. Uh, private license, for example, which uh, currently in Europe would cost about 199 euros for a private license. Obviously, a school or student license would be significantly less because you're not selling to an individual user. You're selling to a, a board. Uh, and hopefully, um, you know, if we've got everybody on board with that, then it's a much uh, more effective way to uh, use our, our resources. That's fantastic. Uh, so, Catherine, before we take off, is there anything else that you'd like to add uh, uh, to share with our listeners about Binogi? Well, I guess I'd like to inform or make sure everyone's aware that um, we do have uh, a project that's happening in September. So we, we always work, and I think I've mentioned it previously, we always work in cooperation and in collaboration with our research partners through universities um, because we want to ensure in all of the countries where we operate, all in an attempt to ensure that we're delivering a quality product. And we just found out about two days ago that our partnership with OISE in Toronto has just been uh, approved for funding they had applied for for a French language project. Uh, starting in September. So in September, we will be working with 650 master's students from uh, the University of Montpellier in France, from University of Ottawa, University of Toronto, and University of New Brunswick. So this will be an international research project, uh, which will uh, launch the French language content uh, of our platform. So the content that is there, but provided with French as the language to access. Um, and so we're really excited about that because we know that there are differences within each language and within French itself. Canadian French might be different depending on uh, what part of Canada you're living in. Is it the French of New Brunswick, the French of the Acadians? Is it the French uh, in Quebec or is it the French from France? Uh, so this research project will allow us to really refine our product uh, in terms of the French language piece. So we're really excited about that. Um, and that is something that's coming up in September. And I guess the final thing I'd like to say too is that we really want to invite teachers to be partners with us on a learning journey uh, because the product and the platform is really developed on the base based on the needs of users. And that really is the uh, premise and the philosophy of the company is to really work together with our, our users in order to provide for them the product that is most needed. That's awesome. And that's uh, almost crowdsourcing and getting the, the the input from the users to build a better product. That is certainly the goal. And that is what we're aiming for. Um, and as I say, we are developing all the time and we're adding new content regularly. And we're uh, hoping to have our um, history and geography content available on the Canadian platform, uh, certainly in the in the future. Uh, and we're working at refining that process to ensure that what is available uh, in history and geography will align with the learning outcomes within the Canadian curriculum. 
Um, so as I say, currently, we have a lot of content available in math and science targeting our intermediate division students. Uh, and we are really hopeful that if people have access to this product right now, that they will see the value of it and will really want to engage with us uh, in the fall with pilot projects moving forward. Uh, we're really looking forward to that. And um, that would give me a great opportunity to get back out into schools and into classrooms, working with teachers and uh, students uh, in using this uh, really effective and innovative tool. Again, thank you, Catherine, for joining us on the Creative Classroom. And I hope that the listeners head over to binogi.ca to utilize that free membership until June 2020. Go check out what Binogi has to offer teachers and students as not only language learners, but as learners themselves. So go check it out. And you never know, you might be able to use this in your classroom in September. And there you have it. That's my interview with Catherine Connors from binogi.ca. I hope you enjoyed our conversation and truly head over to binogi.ca and use your free membership until June of 2020 uh, to check out the platform and see what they have to offer. Truly these animated videos uh, and the multiple languages that they have to offer within the platform is suitable for all learners. So whether you're a parent at home, you're an educator trying to find tools for your students, head over to binogi.ca and check out their platform and give them feedback. They're always looking for feedback uh, as to either content and how they can make their platform uh, better for their users. I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Catherine from binogi.ca. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and use the hashtag, hashtag make learning creative whenever you want to let us know what's going on in your classroom. Follow us for the newest updates and don't forget, we're always seeking questions from you to ask our experts when they come on the show. Take care and we'll see you next time on The Creative Classroom.